1: Bing, bong, whatever, bing, bing, bong. Nothing like doing it again because I forgot to press record, James.
2: Unbelievable. <laughs> but at the same time, uh, pretty standard stuff around here. You Correct. Know what I mean?
1: Welcome, welcome one, welcome all to Suggestible Podcast, a podcast where we recommend you things to watch, read, and listen to. <sighs> My name is Claire Tonti. James Clementon is also here. We are married. We are, are coming off a sugar high because I made chocolate cake tonight.
2: I'm not feeling very good, Claire. I'm not going to lie. I had <laughs> a lot of sugar. A lot of cake and a lot of cream.
1: Yeah, and you that. also made a delicious slow-cooked meal. So we all in all had a very heavy old time.
2: Very bougie. In the tum-tum.
1: That's it was my <laughs> it was my delicious Nigella Lawson Oliver or chocolate oval cake for those who uh, followed my newsletter, which is on hiatus again.
2: Oh, wow, is it really? <laughs> yes. Shock. I know.
1: Uh, anyway, but that recipe is in there somewhere in the archive. It's Great. a delight. Great. Let's, shall we get started? Shall l- we, enough of
2: this. Yeah, let's enough enough banter.
1: God, too much banter. Enough.
2: People don't want banter. They want a list of things they can watch.
1: Do you know who they want? They want Santa. What
2: are you doing? What is that?
0: <laughs> that
1: rhymes. Yeah, but that's people not anything. People always want Santa. Who doesn't want a Santa to show up? I'm not interested. Ho ho ho! Who laughs like that? No one laughs like that.
2: Exactly. And you know, it's just a thing to get people buying presents or whatever, you know? Corporate I don't know, I don't care. I like Christmas. <laughs> anyway, what's your first recommendation? Well, let's
1: not go down that rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Grinch. All right. So I, as promised, last week we talked for, for 45 minutes about the Will Smith Chris Rock debacle. It's true. But in amongst that, what we actually should have talked more about is the film Coda. And I said that I would watch it because it's fantastic. And oh. Won many many awards at the Oscars, which was kind of a little overshadowed by events, and it won three Academy Awards, including Best Picture, and also uh, Troy Kotzer received critical acclaim for his performance and won the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor, um, and I think the first deaf man to ever win Best Supporting Actor. Yeah, that would, yeah, yep, and, that and would then Sean Hayder, yeah. who is the director of this movie, also received praise for direction and screenplay. Good. So, yeah, she is excellent in this as well. Now, for those who haven't watched it, um, it's so good. There may be a few little spoilers in here, though. What,
2: what is it about? Right. I, I know very little about this movie. Oh,
1: my goodness. It's so far up your alley, mate. It's basically called James Alley. It's called James Alley? <laughs> I mean, they called it Coda, but they could have called it James Alley. They should Allen. have called it James Alley. I would have watched it then. <laughs> Yeah, except now I've seen it, you can't watch it. Anyway, so um, it's an English-language remake of the 2014 French-Belgian film La Famille Bellière. Oh, it's a remake. I mm, did not know that. Yeah. Correct. Exactly. Now, La, Fille, La Famille Bellière was released as the Bellière family in Australia, anyway, in 2014, and it's a coming-of-age comedy-drama, so it was in French then, and they right. used the French sign language. Anyway, so this is obviously a remake from that. It stars Amelia Jones as the child of deaf uh, parents, Mm -hmm. and she's the only hearing member of her family, including her brother. So the family run a struggling fishing business, and she is kind of the main support person for her family. She's been interpreting for them since she was born, basically, as soon as she could talk and sign. And so. It then um, appears that she loves to sing and right. and it kind of follows the trajectory of her being discovered by a, as a singer by one of the teachers at the school mm-hmm. and there's a little bit of a romantic love story as well. There's a lot of commentary around what it means to be um, very different from your family, what it means to try and carve out your own identity, what it also means to be that kind of person within that family structure. Yeah. Now – What's also interesting is the love interest in this, Um, he comes from a family who's really dysfunctional and going through divorce. Right. And while she sees her family in this kind of fishing town as being really strange and people make fun of them and they're also super loving and super funny and super close Mm. and and he actually in the end is very jealous of her before that reason. And they're just – her cast is just – Wonderful. Are they
2: all deaf? I assume, the the cast?
1: They are, yes. So her parents and her brother are all deaf. Yeah. Yeah. So Ruby is played by Amelia, obviously. Now, Troy Kotzer plays her dad, and he's deaf in real life. Mm -hmm. And the sign language in this is just so animated and so beautiful. Her mum is played by Verdia Walsh Pilo, and she is also, I think she has actually won acting accolades before. Mm. She's just also hilarious and great she's kind of completely different from ruby as a central character she's really into makeup and hair and i think one like a pageant back in the day so part of their parents relationship is the fact that they're just still passionately in love with each other and at one point she is home with her the guy that she's practicing singing with who turns out to be her love interest and her parents just start having sex in the other room
2: (laughs) But they probably but they,
1: because they can't hear that she's yes. home and practicing singing. And what is also really interesting about the dynamic right is that because she lives in this house of people who are deaf, they're super loud because they don't know right. that yeah, they're loud. Yeah, yeah. And I'd never thought about that before, but that makes so much sense. Like they're just stomping around and like 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 smashing plates and, you know, even the way they chew, they eat, they fart, like it's so loud. And so she's (laughs) trying to study and she's just like, will you guys just quit it? And she's always like her and her brother just like exchange insults all the time. Yeah, right. And that's really cool. It's kind of really, yeah, so that part of it I found really funny And also I I wondered whether some of it would resonate with families who maybe have parents who don't speak English right? Okay, and who, you know, are then having to navigate and interpret for their parents in that situation as well if they're first or second generation migrants. I wonder if they would resonate with this film too because it is very much about how much her family rely on her to make their way in the world, particularly in the fishing business because if there are sirens and things going off, they wouldn't hear them on the boat. So technically, they're not allowed to be on the boat without her there. Right. But she, okay. She wants to go to college and sing. She doesn't want to, yeah, yeah, in the yeah. Fishing town. yeah. The other part of it that I think that you would find super heartwarming is just the idea that your daughter has this incredibly beautiful voice that you'll never hear.
2: Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And so you see her parents go to watch her perform, and they just can't hear anything. Yeah. And so there's this incredibly moving scene that just made me sob. Where in order for her dad to hear her sing, like he loves rap music because it kind of vibrates through his bum while he's like singing in the car and he has it up really loud. And that's how he experiences music. And so after she performs at this concert and everyone raves about her voice and he hasn't heard it, Mm. she sings to him again and he puts his hand on her vocal cords Ah, and it's just this incredibly moving moment where he then kind of realises that actually she should pursue this career. Right, okay. And there's this sort of element of fear with her mother having to kind of understand that they're very different and she had this real fear having a daughter that wasn't deaf that she would be a terrible mother. Yeah, okay. And so having to parent someone that is very different from you that is going to experience life in a different way from you and eventually leave. And that so there's just so much in it, but it's super funny and super heartwarming and so much beautiful music and Joni Mitchell, um, both sides of now plays a big part in it. And Oh, cool. It's just great. It's so great. All right,
2: I need to watch this. What did you watch it on?
1: I I think I
2: it's on everything at the moment. It
1: is. I'm pretty yeah. sure maybe Apple. Yeah, okay. I think I watched it on Apple. Yeah. Cool. It's wow. just so I can't recommend it highly enough. And it just leaves you feeling just so. Cool. Did you watch the Lovely. sound of
2: metal as well?
1: You've talked about this yeah. before, and no, I haven't. The,
2: they're not the same, obviously, but they yeah. both have. They both focus around hearing loss, um, and that's amazing. That's an amazing movie too. But yeah, I'm just wondering. Yeah. You haven't seen it?
1: No, yeah, I really haven't. Good. No, okay, I'll have to see that too. Yeah, it's um, it's a really interesting kind of world to explore because obviously, when you lose one particular you know, hearing loss or you lose your sight, then the other Mm. senses can compensate for that as well. Yeah. Which I find really kind of interesting to think about too. It's also being adapted into a musical. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. which is cool. So by the Mm. deaf community. Yeah, right. um, Interesting. Yeah, that's really cool. Mm. Yeah. Um, one other little tiny interesting nerdy fact oh. is that the original movie that was done in French had some real backlash from the French deaf community because they didn't use actors who were actually deaf. Oh, okay, And so right. the French, lang- like the sign language that they use is often incorrect. Right. Okay. Whereas this they've actually used actors who are all deaf themselves, which makes it so much richer. That seems richer. like
2: a like a pretty, like, that seems obvious that you would do that. Do you know right, what I, mean? I, mean, I know. It just seems easier as well. Like, yeah, right,
1: exactly. Because there was because a, a lot of the French community who went to go and watch the film had to have subtitles even though they were deaf because <laughs> they couldn't understand oh God, that's so what funny. the French actors
2: were yeah, doing. That sounds right.
1: Yeah, right, exactly, which is so interesting. But then I guess it also goes into that argument of choosing actors who are actually, for example, autistic to mm. play people who are autistic. Yes. Or, you know, or have all kinds Kinds of different disabilities. So yeah, absolutely. Um, I find that really interesting as a I think we're shifting. You know, I think they're starting think the, to really yeah, trust more diverse people. You were
2: telling me before the show though, you said woke culture oh, is destroying. Yeah.
1: all right. You said it's We've destroying this, this jo- country. You do that joke every time. So you you are nothing if not consistent. You just like wheel out the same jokes <laughs> over and over again. And the thing about you is I've said before, they start off not, they start off funny. And they get not funny and then they come full circle again. Then who knows where they go. Hilarious, yeah. Up your bum. Who knows? Yeah.
0: Quality sleep is essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Sleep number smart beds let you individualize your comfort
1: I'm ready. I'm locked in. I'm loaded. Our flag
2: means death. That's the show I've been watching. Whoa. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: all right. I'm, I, for a minute I thought you meant the Australian flag, which, you know. Well, that is also true. Probably true. true. Yeah. Yep, Colonialism, definitely. all those things. Definitely. Anywho, do, do explain. Please explain. Uh, so
2: this is a show on HBO Max but on that terrible streaming surface binge in Australia. Uh, it's created by David Kenkins. It stars uh, Rhys Darby, who you might know as Murray from Flight of the Concords, you know, the manager. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. yes uh, Taika Watiti, who you would know as a director and also director. Boy, he's in Boy and he oh, Marvel movies everything. and all that stuff. He's, he's great. He's so funny and great. And uh, among others, like Claudio Claudia O'Doherty, and I mentioned her specifically because she's an amazing Australian comedian and actress who's like just very funny and very good. Mm-hmm. Anyways uh it's about Steve Bonnet oh sorry Steed Bonnet
1: Steed Bonnet uh, Yes
2: right a pampered <laughs> aristocrat who abandons his life A horse of... with a hat Yes that's right <laughs> pretty much he pretty much is abandons his life of privilege to become a pirate in the early 18th century right oh. So it's basically uh, so it's it's this man he's like a, he's like a gent is like a gen- gentleman's gentleman but even among his peers like he's considered like a bit of a fop and a coward and he's like he's married. He's he's married into this life, and he and he has money, but he couldn't. He didn't want to do it. He always wanted to be on the sea. So he's hired this group of pirates. Uh, so it's basically this this like pompous like not maybe not blowhard. He's got a lot of good intentions. Like living among these like savages, for lack of a better word. But of course, they're all also very nuanced. All of these people that that he live with. So he's he's trying to navigate like this absolutely horrendous kind of like circle of like death and destruction and murder and poison and people stabbing each other and famine and being shipwrecked and all of these kinds of things. But his methods are really different. Like he's all about communication and fun, you know, and, and, you know, that doesn't always like apply in the world of, of pirates. Uh, so, and as a result (laughs) of this, uh, a result of his actions, he um, – and his misadventures, he comes across the real pirate Blackbeard who's played by Taika Waititi. And they are both have uh, been raised in completely different worlds but also raised in certain ways where there's expectations of who they need to be and they're kind of tr- both trapped within that in their own way mm-hmm. and they're both trying to throw it off and kind of almost like meet somewhere in the middle. Like it's it's very funny. Like it's, it's very lighthearted but it also sort of got like – bunch of social issues within it and what it means like in terms of masculinity and it's obviously of you know it's set in the 18th century but it's also reflections now and the expectations of what people expect of you in society. Cause there's a moment there's moments where he goes back and and try has to kind of reconcile with his wife and she's like, uh like I, I don't want to be in this life either like as as much as you do. Uh but it's also like it's uh, on top of that, it's it's also super violent at times. Not like crazy gory, but you know, there's stabbings and the things like that. There's a jar full of noses at one point. Cool. Uh yeah, Excellent. pickled noses.
1: Usually tracks yeah. with your choice of viewing material. That's right,
2: and of course, pirates. It's this. It's just a bunch of pirate stuff, and it's just it's pretty cool and it's it's pretty fun. I
1: have a question. Yeah. Are there some peg legs? There's not, I don't think there was any peg legs. pirates? There's. Yeah, maybe there's is there the eye patches. Yeah, there's some eye patches and some, some wooden flowy, uh Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld esque shirts. Yeah, there's a bit of that. Yeah, and it's just I don't
2: know. It's just he's it's he's very much fish out of water, you know. But also, like like I mentioned, among his own people, he he is also is well. like he's he's trying to find his place. And there's like fun and drama and like sadness and also like happiness in that. Do you know what I mean? Well, maybe he is finding his people. Do you know what I mean? And so is mm-hmm. everybody else. And other people are realizing that hey, you don't have to murder and stab Cut each other all the time. Cut everyone's noses
1: off and stick them in a jar. Yeah,
2: but it's got like a bunch of people show up um, like throughout it who you'd 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 recognize like other like famous comedians and actors and things like that like pop in and out, which is oh, that's which is fun. Quite fun. But yeah, it's,
1: so is it a comedy? Yeah, it's a comedy. It's a yeah, comedy. It's, yeah. uh, it's it's big
2: on the laughs.
1: On the laughs. And, you know, On the laughs,
2: mate. Reese Darby, who's amazing, who has incredible comic timing and like pairing him up with everybody who's in this. Like, He does a lot of – I didn't think Taika Watiti would be in it as much as Blackbeard because you're going to hear about this like Blackbeard character and then he just shows up and he's just in it like a lot. Which is really cool because also he's obviously he's very busy doing yeah. a million other things. And he's so funny. Yeah, and he's a great black beard And he's also like a little bit older, so he's like my bit. He's like I'm not even. It's like I'm well, like grey beard, Like I'm not even. <laughs> and his heart's not it anymore. He's like I don't want to. I don't want to be murdering people anymore. You know what I mean? He's just yeah. tired, you know. Yeah. And then him being introduced to. I'm really
1: resonating with this Blackbeard character. (laughs) But
2: him meeting like Steed Bonnet who's all about culture and books and adventure and fashion and all of these things, they find this common ground which is really fun.
1: That's really yeah. fun. Mm. I actually think that sounds pretty good. I think I might like it. Yeah. I it's think good. I might like it too. Did you resonate with it James because do you have a secret wish to run away and be a pirate? I do
2: not want to be. It seems awful to be honest. It seems <laughs> yeah. really terrible. But uh,
1: It does seem pretty no, there there is something to be
2: said for like more like like finding a place and finding your people and all those those kinds of things, you know? Yeah. It's a lot of that.
1: Swashbuckling yeah. adventures. Yeah,
2: but it's also like
1: Johnny Depp dret is sort of drunk yeah, in yeah
2: it's, it's a bit kind of pirates of the Caribbean yeah, but it's more kind of low key it's gonna say real world it's not really real world but it's more kind of like
1: conversational yeah
2: that and they're like the actual implications of like what happens if you you know really get stranded on an island or run out of food or you know what I mean and, yeah and these yeah is it
1: magic no no not at so all. that not like <laughs> no. it's not like Pirates of the Caribbean no we're horrible Jeffrey rush problematic awful human. No,
2: Claire, he got cleared and it's not because of his excellent lawyers and legal
1: threats. <laughs> oh, goodness. I used to really respect his acting prowess. Ah, oh, It's a shame. Yeah. It's a shame.
2: Anyway, what's your other thing?
1: Okay, let's move on because that's depressing. Also, Louis CK bloody just revived yeah. his own career, didn't he? Yeah. Totally fine, apparently.
2: Bloody hell. I don't know. Anyway. I, like, I, haven't, I, I haven't listened to any of his stuff since or whatever. Nobody,
1: didn't he just win an No, he did win award? an Emmy.
2: So yeah. yeah. No, I know that, but, yeah. Like, uh, he'll never, he'll always have a an audience. It's just yeah, audience, I know. Yeah. It's
1: just, anyway. Mm. Great. Okay, let's move with something fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I um, am so delighted to remind everyone, in case anyone forgot, that Britishton is so fun and I loved, it. I loved it. I loved it. I'm probably the only one in the world who loved it. I think everyone bloody loved it. Anyway, season one, if you don't remember, was just like a feast for the eyes. It's a bit like Pride and Prejudice but updated for the modern day. modern And it's based on a book series. Now, uh, the first season starred Phoebe Dynevor. Anyway. Perfect. God, I can't talk today. Um, as Daphne Bridgerton mm-hmm. and her leading man Simon Bassett, the Duke of Hastings, was played by the internet's favourite human being, Regé Jean-Paul Page. That's right. Poor? Page. Let me try that again, colleagues. <laughs> Good God, you could take all this out. Leading man Regé Jean Page. I did it. Wow. I did it. <laughs> anyway, season two has come back in the last month so. And all and your favourites are there. All your favourites are there. Now, Some of your Now, Bridgerton is famous for building up a whole lot of, like, wonderful, sexy tension Ooh. with also, like, incredible costuming, just, like, all the colour and all the delicious fun and gossip and just brilliant. And season two, I feel, delivers and is just as good. Some people would argue that it's a little less, well, it's quite a lot less raunchy and therefore um, they preferred season one. I, however, think that they are both equally as excellent Oh. Um, yes, and I really loved it. Now, Bridgerton Season 2, instead of following Daphne's storyline because she, spoiler alert, marries the Duke of Hastings and he's like happily entrenched with a child and la, la, la. Very good. It now follows um, her brother, Anthony Bridgerton, played wonderfully by Jonathan Bailey and his quest to find a Viscountess. So he's kind of like the head of the Bridgerton household and because their father passed away, in the very first episode, it sets up that he... He was actually there when his dad died, and his dad was bitten by a bee sting. And so it kind oh, he of died
2: from a bee. Yeah,
1: he died from a bee.
2: An allergic reaction. An allergic
1: reaction, anyway. And so, and his mother was pregnant at the time. There's a whole kind of drama. So it has a few flashbacks to that and kind of fleshes out his character a lot more. Because in the first season, he was in it in so far that he was kind of having a secret a love affair with an opera singer. Um, but he was very. I guess, sort of closed emotionally and more of a, you know, like a fun party guy and couldn't ever commit to her and it becomes very clear why because he has a whole lot of issues based around the fact that he was so young when his dad died and he had to take on all this responsibility and he saw love as being a means to be hurt because his mother, he saw his mother go through agony because her and her husband were so in love and so he kind of resigned himself to the fact that he would never Hurt someone like that, or hurt himself like that, so he would never love. Wow,
2: it sounds very Mister Darcy. <laughs> Just a it guy who's like I don't have time for love. <laughs> I'm too busy being proper and protecting Correct, myself. Correct, exactly.
1: Enter the Sharma sisters. <gasps> um, so Kate, played by Simone Ashley, and Edwina Sharithra Chadran. And they sort of enter the scene as the new family. So everyone else are recurring characters. But these two come in and immediately sparks fly. Wow. Everyone's like, wow. Is that what everyone's <laughs> saying?
2: Wow. Wow, well, look at this well, two. So in
1: the very first episode, Kate is uh, very headstrong and very smart and she's 26 so she's a little bit older oh over the hill in the world give and it she's up like, a, a, like an avid horse rider which is frowned upon in the british universe well women can't be on horses especially alone anyway side so she's like or regular, no, regular saddle. Saddle. oh my god she's really breaking all the barriers and so Why? she's like riding or riding away on the horse and then he like sees her and thinks that she's distressed or something and it turns out she just races him and beats him and then he's kind of met his match oh and so it the second book is apparently one of the most anticipated for this remake because it's very Elizabeth, Mr. Darcy-esque.
2: It's out, I'm seeing a yeah. lot of
1: parallels there. Very much so. like Especially they, the
2: bees thing. Didn't that happen in uh, Pride and Prejudice? There's that bee yeah. attack, isn't there? No. At the start, kills like half the people in that book. <laughs> the first ten pages are Correct. just like, and there were so many bees and the bees <laughs> just kept coming into the room. It's
1: Pride and Prejudice, yeah. be a bee catastrophe. It turns out there was bee invasion. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Turns out there was a man shoveling bees. Turns into the out room. they all had a
1: lot of bees in their bonnets. Oh, <laughs> am very I right? Good, Thank you. Very Can good. I get a high
2: five. That's. Thank it wasn't you. just a rhyme. You did the right thing. That was <laughs> good.
1: I know. Most of my jokes, if anyone hasn't noticed, aren't really jokes. <laughs> no, <laughs> they're only me d- making an accidental it, joke or rhyming. Does it make you laugh? <laughs> or just repeating a phrase in a slightly different intonation. No, I and love. And yes, that. it absolutely does make they me. Don't enough. even worry about I'll it. just making fun of you. One of my favorite pastimes. Anyway, let's get back to the world of Bridgerton because the world is gloomy enough. Let's get back into some sexy dancing. And so. Kate is obviously like super bright and smart but she is the stepdaughter of her mother and her father passed away and her it turns out that her mother was kind of ostracized from society when she married a clerk instead of marrying like a fancy man oh my and so God. she left to go to India and then has now brought the daughters back because her father, her husband died, and now Edwina is kind of the younger sister and Kate has kind of taken it upon herself to make sure that Edwina makes a very good match so that the family won't be destitute. And so Kate then obviously there's this sort of funny thing where – Edwina is kind of destined to, get, to go into the path of um, Anthony Bridgerton. Yeah. And so Kate keeps pushing his her sister on him, even though they clearly have all this chemistry oh, and all the things. But he. That's doesn't, very
2: Hamilton as it well. It is,
1: exactly. And he actually clearly is like head over heels for Kate. Mm. And they argue all the time and kind of hate each other. Oh, do they though? They do. Well, exactly. And do, just the, like, be, do the bees show <laughs> up again? Yes, she gets stung. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> and that's where the like the point where he like she gets stung on her bosom and he like has a panic attack and she puts her his hand on there on the beasting and it's like it's just a beasting and cuz it happens in the same spot as his dad passed away ah. and she doesn't know at the time why he has this massive freak out and they have yeah, you know, all yeah, this yeah. like heavy breathing and like tension and uh, and then later and she finds out that's how her – his dad died and anyway, so she helps him to unpack all his emotional baggage while also arguing with his Is he pets. allergic
2: to bees? No.
1: And she's not either How do you know?
2: Is he stung by any bees?
1: Well, no, that's true, he hasn't wasn't in the show. Ooh. Who knows? Wow. Anyway Didn't his father carry great. an EpiPen? Well, no, not back in the day. Should Yeah, have but Bridgerton's
2: modernised. All so right, you you're just ruining. In. I'm not ruining. <laughs> I'm just asking questions. I'm just the guy who asks questions.
1: All right. <laughs>
2: anyway, sorry, go ahead. Anyway,
1: on. so the Queen um, well, the queen's declares Edwina, her, her younger sister, the diamond of the season. And I don't remember from season one, but if you declare the diamond, you're like, the favorite of the queen. Is and it destined just mean, to make the best love? Is the it just best mean you're, the,
2: you're hot? Is that what it yeah, means? Yeah, kind of
1: basically. You're just like the most epic catch. And so all the bachelors sort of follow you. Oh man, I wish I
2: was the diamond of the season.
1: That'd yeah, be fucking I better, sick. You know, I, I do too. I kind of, I married a rock. <laughs> <laughs> just no. like a garden stone. Wait, so who's the,
2: who's, if the, the if, is there like a, a male equivalent to the diamond? No. Hmm.
1: Interesting. I know it's almost like it was very sexist. Well, Anywho. I think it's sexist that there's no
2: male diamonds. <laughs> What's the uh, gem equivalent of a man? What's that? Quartz. Quartz.
1: Yeah. Is it, or
2: is that a mineral? Do <laughs>
1: what I People don't know. Don't
2: like how I say mineral. They write it and they say stop saying mineral. it like that. Mineral. 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 Can I please pass me the mineral water?
1: <laughs> That's how you say it, isn't it? Mineral.
2: Mineral, isn't it?
1: No, it's mineral. Mineral. I think you say it fine mineral. Okay, now you're saying it weird because uh, what's happening is you're saying a word and if you say it too many times it suddenly starts sounding really weird. That's true. Anyway, yeah. So that's there's lots of other kind of interweaving storylines with this as well mm. and they explore, you know, some more some other characters as well in their trajectories. But really it, it, the main storyline is all about the tension between Kate and Anthony and will they or won't they get together and all the things.
2: Let me spoil it for you right now. <laughs> yes. They both get killed by bees, right? <laughs>
1: Correct, exactly. Anyway, I really enjoyed it and it was so much fun and it's just really binge-worthy and it's just a world that I want to exist in and, uh, yeah, it was great. And the cast is, like, diverse. It's interesting it's come under some criticism because the cast is really diverse. But? and No, and they just don't mention it. Like it's not a oh. big deal. Like there's no kind of class divides or any of that yeah, yeah. stuff based around race. And and that. what's the
2: controversy? controversy I know, right?
1: Because I thought that was. Oh, that's the controversy. But But it's not
2: historically accurate.
1: Part yeah, partly, but also I guess maybe there's commentary that that is just completely unrealistic. Yeah, that's
2: yeah, yeah, that's true. But it's a fantasy, right?
1: Exactly right. And Mm. I and and then there's most of the things I've read have said, and I, I mean, I don't know. I agree with that. This commentary that it's just really cool to see different types of women, particularly in different roles. Yeah. And that it's not a pointed thing. It's just part of the story, which is great. Anyway, I really loved it and I think it's awesome. And the music as well, it's all really, as the first season was, really great pop music done in the Pride and Prejudice vibe, which is also just so good. So the soundtrack Sick. is
2: epic. What do you give it out of 140?
1: 100 100. Moons, one hundred bees, <laughs> one hundred bees. That'll yes. kill you. One hundred bees for no, anyone. It's just the best. If you just want to like sail away
2: on should a I watch it? Do you reckon flowers,
1: I like it? I don't. I think you might. You
2: might a period drama. I think
1: you would actually. It's and not, I noticed yeah, that uh,
2: of the it's original really of the original sexy couple from the first season, only yeah. one of them turns up.
1: Yes, you're right. I was going to say this. So uh, Reggae jean Page decided he was offered like fifty thousand dollars an episode or something, and but he how turned many it episodes? down. I don't know. I think there's like eight.
2: So he was going to be in each one of them. Well, he I was mean.
1: probably like. I mean, Daphne's v- barely in it either. So yeah, I not, saw her. He uh, be well, I came past character. when you were watching
2: it, and she was like sitting quietly at a table in a wig.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're just not. They I, they would have just been in the periphery because yeah. it's not about them.
2: Do they come back for later books?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think everyone's in the world. It's just each yeah. book focuses on a different – I haven't read them. How many but I'm Bridgerton assuming. book are there? I don't know. Mm, interesting. Uh, but, yeah, I thought that was interesting that Reggae just said, no, I signed on for one year and that's it. And I feel like good on him because he am. would definitely be pigeonholed as that particular character. He was so incredibly oh, popular. Oh, shit, there's
2: like a there's like fucking million of these. Of the books? Yeah. Oh, well, there you what go. What order should I read the Bridgerton books?
1: I think you should just watch the TV shows, to be honest. No, I'm
2: reading – there's a thing that was on –
1: Oh, okay. It started anyway, in the
2: year 2000.
1: That's 22 years ago.
2: Wow. Thank you, Miss Math. Okay, let's move on. All right, moving
1: right because on. Because I
2: want to talk about Dog. Uh, I watched a movie called Dog. It was. Uh, it's directed by Reed Carolyn and also Channing Tatum, who oh, also the Chan. stars in the movie. What's it called?
1: Sexy men strip teens. It's called
2: Dog, Claire. The movie's <laughs> dog. I said it already. I thought you
1: meant the other Channing Tatum movie no, where he stars in it called Magic the, Mike. This is the movie
2: Dog. Oh. They're doing Magic Mike 3, did you know? I didn't know.
1: Did you? You're a fan of the Magic Mike movies? I don't know if you are, actually. Uh, I thought I would be. I watched the first one. Didn't mind the first one. Yeah. I do like the dancing. Very yeah, yeah. fun. Like it. But then by the, set, by the second one, I was like, clearly... The storyline is really lacking. <laughs> people got a lot of time for magical, Michael. You need to cut some I the first slack, mate. one. Yeah, I okay. just wasn't that into the second one.
2: Okay, fair enough.
1: But the first one was a fun time. Apparently the stage show is actually amazing.
2: Yeah, I bet it bloody is, mate. No,
1: but like, I know people are like, mm-hmm, but it's actually quite empowering and feminist apparently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I didn't see it, but, you know. Good on him.
2: Good on him. The anyway, chance. they're doing a he's third great. one, so he's coming back for Magic Mike's. Final all right, cool.
1: But that is not what we're Final showing is Is he in this movie?
2: Yes, he's in it. He stars in it. He's in, in, dog. in the. This is the movie Dog. Anyway,
1: is he playing a dog? No, Donald Claire. Scripted?
2: Oh God! I, no, I don't think so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: very funny. That's very funny. That's very good. <laughs> You've broken your own brain.
1: Rook and Roob, you're Harold. You're Rat Anyway.
2: Anyways, with a dog named Lulu by his side, Army Ranger Briggs, uh, Janning Tatum. Correct. Uh, <laughs> races down the Pacific coast to make it to a soldier's funeral on time. Along the way, Briggs and Lulu drive each other completely crazy, break a handful of laws, narrowly evade death, and learn to let down their guard to have a fighting chance. Uh, at finding happiness. So, yeah, it's essentially a dog road trip, right? They should have called it a dog road trip.
1: Hang on, Why is it called a dog? Is there a dog with them? Yeah, the dog is
2: called Lulu. He has to take the dog to a funeral because the dog is a former – Army dog. Oh,
1: I see, I see, I see. And they were
2: deployed in Afghanistan together. I see. But I the see, dog has got like PTSD and has been trained a certain way and oh, can't switch that off. Okay. And he is like, I gotta look after this dog because he wants to get back in the army ranges. But the thing is as well, Claire.
1: Has he got PTSD?
2: He's got PTSD and he has a ah. severe like head injury and he's self-medicating with like booze and pills and oh, stuff. This
1: isn't very amusing. No, no, it is. It's an amusing
2: tale, Claire, a lot of the time. And so Basically, you're like, man, This he's like, man, I can't believe i got to do this for this dog. I can't believe i got to look after this dog. But maybe, maybe they're looking after each other. They learn a little bit from each other along the way, do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And they're meeting, like, different people on the journey who have their own experiences and things like that. It's quite funny and, like, heartfelt in moments. It's pretty, like... Like, it's standard stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you you won't be surprised by anything in this, but it's like, but it, that's a, I think that's a good thing. You know what I mean? I think it, that's one of the strengths of it. That, like, for example, because he's an army vet, he takes the dog in, he wants to get a free hotel room. So he puts on glasses and pretends to be blind and he goes into a really swanky hotel and, and like, gets a free room. Like, he, and then it kind of goes south or whatever. So there's things like that that happen. Like along the way, I'd imagine maybe if you're an army veteran, you might like this, or you might be like, this is fucking pandering ass, and I hate this. I don't know, <laughs> because this is not my world. But overall, like, I thought it was really, like, it's really nice and it's and it's fun and it's funny and it's quite, you know, touching and, it's, you know, it's got, it's got a dog in it. It's got a nice dog Aww. in it and they're going little adventures together and at the end there's, like, a moment where he's, like, I've got to leave this dog but he's, like, I don't know if I can leave this dog. I think I've formed a connection with this dog, I think, I reckon.
1: That's what he says. <laughs> I think I reckon. Yeah,
2: that's what he's Aww. saying to the camera. He stops and he, he does, like, stops. a four-minute monologue of, like, what do you guys reckon I should do? What do you guys reckon? Uh, write in, write me a letter. Let me know what you think. Uh, hashtag, Should I
1: incorporate the dog into my dance routine? Yeah.
2: Hashtag keep the dog. Hashtag kill the dog. What do I do?
1: <laughs> um. Yeah. No. That's again. Very specific.
2: It's on streaming. It's on like everything at the moment. I think it's also still in cinemas. But yeah,
1: mm. it's good. It's good. You want Lovely. a nice? Do you like a nice thing? Yeah, that sounds like the Tom Hanks movie with the dog. Yeah, it's as got wow. a bit of that
2: kind of to it. Yeah, a lot
1: of man and his dog. You yeah. know what this is about? Mm. This is about the pandemic and writers spending a lot of time with their dogs at home. That's probably true. That's where it's. Well, I think it's from. also
2: based on like a true story or something. Maybe I don't know. Or based it on some experiences. And, yeah,
1: it sounds like it. And
2: you know, and on all of those kinds of things. And he's also like read or they're both readjusting to the world. Because again, this is not my experience and it's not my world. But you know, when you when you've been doing things overseas and you're like part of very traumatic, like you know, events, and then you get put back in the real world, you know, you, your perception has been completely shifted mm-hmm. about what you consider as important, and you know, and you know, things are, you know, what I mean. It's
1: yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. this is uh, to a very small extent, but when we went up north or when we went to Africa, yes,
2: the thing that you're saying is the same as the, what I'm oh, saying. Stop. <laughs> No, no, exactly. I'm agreeing with you.
1: <laughs> we basically went to
0: war. We basically went <laughs> We're to volunteering
1: war. volunteering in a No, but I do think that there is that reverse culture shock that happens. Oh, definitely, I've talked yeah. about this with someone recently as well, that the going into the new community is actually not the hardest part. No. It's the coming back yeah. and seeing the world in a completely different way. But everyone around you is exactly the same. Yes. I guess in a lesser extent, it's like if you go on Kentucky tour to Europe.
2: Yeah, it's exactly And you've like had all that. these
1: adventures and you come back, you want to show all your, all your photos and tell everyone how much you've grown as a person. And no yeah. one cares. No one gives <laughs> and shit. Everyone's the same. <laughs> yeah, it's not. That's I mean, I, I found supermarkets and shopping centers really difficult when we came back from. Af- from you also Africa.
2: found the movie Sex in the City, too, very difficult, so much so that you cried afterwards.
1: Yeah, yeah I did, didn't I? <laughs> Sorry Man. to throw you
2: under the bus with that. I didn't mean to, but that's a terrible movie. That was the no, correct reaction. But it
1: was so. Yeah, and I.
2: Like look, excessive and insensitive and like
1: just. Completely awful, racist and deaf all and about. Yeah. Consumerism and consumption, and all the worst parts of Sex and the City, and it made me re look at the whole entire series and yeah. realize how vapid it is. But it's not, though, also. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's it is, not. but also, No, the yeah. TV series has some really yeah. great writing and it was groundbreaking. Anyway, we've talked about this on our other podcast. I like podcasts. to think
2: that uh, we learned a little something, though, and I like to think that, like, though we went there to teach, maybe we got taught some and oh, ourselves God, something. I was Maybe we learned. A little All something. Right. Let me finish my um this revelation you that I'm making. Do this with this Let voice. me just Entertain
1: say. You I, and I think we'll we learned have something a real good time. It's like
2: with teaching. Who's teaching who? Are the kids teaching us, or are we teaching them? You know what I mean? Wow, that's crazy. Claire, write that down. Uh, you know what? I'm
1: leaving. I'm leaving. For the first time ever, it takes a lot for me to leave a room because I like being around people. I'm not like you, the Grinch. I'll leave. If you continue to make fun of me and all my corny heartfelt vibes, I'm leaving. I'm I'm getting out of this room.
2: Little does she know I like being alone. When she leaves, I'm like, thank God. I'm alone, finally. The thing that I want most in the world. No, that's not true, Claire. Claire I love you and I love your personality and I love when I mispronounce your name like I did just then.
1: You did. You said Do you know what Claire. I also love?
2: What? I love that people leave reviews for this show. Just oh, yes. like Me too. uh Makey twenty one who says, Love the positivity. Ooh, maybe this, there
1: much in this one. Maybe
2: this maybe this review, like they've left us five stars. Uh-huh. But maybe we've both learned something from this. Do you know what I mean? Let's find out. Mm-hmm. I love how kind, honest and positive both James and Claire are. Both of us okay. Especially when touching on heavy topics. It's like having good friends in your ear, encouraging you and making you laugh through these terrible times. Cheers. From California, they
1: are terrible times, and you are welcome. And thank you so much for writing what a review. lovely review. Do you know what we have? As I've said before, James, the best listeners. Oh my god, here we go. Our little corner of the internet. All of the letters that I get. All of the tweets. People are so kind and so lovely and so funny and just thoughtful. And I just think that uh, I know that we planet has a lot of listeners. But I feel like we got the creme de la creme. Really?
2: Well, these are the comments that I get. For example, we had a video on the losers last week, right, and we didn't mention how Idris Alba was in the wire and Idris Alba was in, in the losers and we made a joke about all the things that he's been in and people were like, oh, did you know that he was actually in the wire? I can't believe you I can't believe you missed that and I want to shoot myself every time okay. I read one of those. well, that's
1: just like a couple <laughs> of our lovely listeners have left now because you've made a joke <laughs> about using a weapon. Anyway, <laughs> exactly, whereas our listeners would never do that. And That's I right. love hearing from listeners. So if you're a listener and you're thinking, shame, Eileen, they probably don't need to hear from me. We do. We want to hear from you. Please That's right, because we haven't gotten
2: any emails this week. End of the show. No,
1: we have many. Oh, what? Anyway, one particular is from Jess. Hi, Hello, team. Hello, Jess. Oh, you can email the show like her Jess has done at www.spotagym.com. Oh. I don't know. Hi, team. Just wanted to say I love your podcast on Dynamic. Thank you for sharing yourselves with the world welcome I just, just a small portion of it mm. <laughs> on your most recent ep you talked about self-esteem i do not the vibe though also really talk about self-esteem great offspring song the, the singer yes you know who i mean yes 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 bloody great i do reckon you should reach out and see if she'd be keen for an interview you never know oh
2: wow that'd be cool that was... oh my
1: gosh i don't know if i could cope But failing that, may I recommend her interview on Sentimental Garbage and that podcast more generally. Ah. It's lots of clever women talking and loving things unapologetically. Now, Sentimental Garbage, oh, goodness. I love that show, particularly the one where they talked about Sentimental in the City, which is the Sex and the City podcast carolina donoghue hosts sentimental garbage and that was the sort of sex in the city one was the off with jolly alderton yes but yes, yes, sentimental yes, garbage yes. itself thank you so much for the reminder jess because i've been meaning to listen to more of her show and i just kind of haven't got around to it but i heard that it's bloody f- fabulous because i follow her um carolina Donahue on instagram and she's so flippin funny and great and strange and that's my favorite thing so thank you so much jess Wonderful! What go. a wonderful,
2: delightful recommendation yes. and email. Correct,
1: if exactly. you don't mind me saying so. I think so too. So uh, that's it. That's the show. That's all. That's all you're here for. You got your recommendations, and you can chuff off.
2: Did you hear about um, your Merry Little Way? You, brought, you might have heard about this week called Our Place. You familiar what this is? It's basically no. their old thing on the internet. They revitalise for um, uh, April Fool's Day. Mm-hmm. By the way, April Fool's.
1: That was ages ago.
2: Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Real missed it. Yeah, no, I got gotcha. you. You used uh, to be into April Fools. I'm not into anything. You're but listen, a fool in April. So now. what they? With this thing, <laughs> I like to think I'm a fool in every month.
1: She's on fire, guys. She's on fire. Tonight. So I feel like the dog strip tease was a real highlight. <laughs> <laughs> so continue.
2: basically, what this is, uh, I think it's incredible, and it's basically what is it? Someone Art posted player. a uh, a a blank canvas with a thousand by a thousand. Uh, pixels right and a- anybody can go to it and color a pixel any color and change one pixel every 10 minutes it's every five minutes so you basically had all these warring factions of people fighting for space to create an image or a word or something on this thousand by thousand canvas, right? Mm -hmm. So you got people pushing into each other's kind of territories to make like flags and imagery and like symbols or presumably a bunch of crypto shit in here as well. And anyway, it ended up – this is the newest one. It ended up being this. And I know it looks kind of like a mess, but if you zoom in, like there's all these little like details in here – you know, words and imagery and, again, like nations and, like, funny, like, wow. in-jokes from certain communities. Like there's a Pink Floyd album and whatever. There's Revenge of the Sith, the Star Wars movie. <laughs> just really cool. And it's also you have to fight for your space because other people, see, a bunch of them are, like, encroaching on others.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
2: so, yeah, it's, it's just super cool. There's the Mona Lisa in there, you know.
1: It's kind of like a humanity, James. It is. In a digital image. Yeah.
2: Anyway, I think that's it's a, so like it's both a nightmare and really interesting. So It
1: is really interesting and cool. Mm. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really cool idea and also oh, yeah, I but... feel like it's a very masculine energy thing to do.
2: <laughs> no, Claire, there's some very
1: nice. No, 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 so right. masculine. <laughs> It's so much oh, I love like, this one. Even the concept of it, yeah. not being like, hey, guys, let's all make something and contribute to it. It's like, I know what we'll do. We'll just set parameters where it's thousand and then everyone has to fight for their art and, like, push in on each other's territories.
2: That's true. It's
1: so, yeah, and most of it is very, like.
2: I love it. There's a bunch of Star Wars shit here.
1: Yeah, of course you do. I love.
2: Uh, yeah. I love this um, subreddit, uh, uh, fuck cars, which is basically like how now whole entire cities have been built around how. You know, like cars and and lanes and traffic, as opposed to like actually what's good for people and communities, Which is and, like
1: yeah, and public, public transport,
2: transport and ride sharing and all these kinds of things. Anyway, that's not totally. here there.
1: I totally agree with that too, just on that point because
2: this says porn. Oh, that's rude. I didn't know there was rude <laughs> things in here.
1: I would love to see the statistics on how many women have contributed to that. None. No uh, woman has time to bloody be fighting people on the internet for pixels. That's not true. That's a real generalisation. I'm sure there's many women who all. are contributing. I shouldn't say that. However, I would I would bet a lot of money on the fact that it's probably like 80-20. Mm, yeah, nah, fair enough. Anyway. Anyway, but it's very cool. Yeah, I, I like agree. it a lot. Um, yes, on that fuck cars thing, goodness me, that was a rude thing for me to say. I totally agree with you. And I think we had this argument the other day about something to do with like cities and revamping them. And I do agree with you completely because also when Wait, you think it about was an argument
2: or is it me saying something and then you agreeing?
1: I can't remember. Um, <laughs> or was it you
2: just agreeing because you're like? Do so yeah, remember yeah, we whatever. had that
1: argument about art in cities and how you think people should stop working in the city? And I was like, but then the cities be No, would I didn't dead.
2: say they should stop working in the city. I said they shouldn't. They should stop funneling people into the cities for pointless reasons to fill real estate for fucking bankers or whatever. Yeah, who've rented out giant office spaces and need to justify the costs. That's what I said. People should go into the city but they should go into, uh, into them if they want to and under their own terms.
1: Yeah. And um, I think my point was that people just won't go in. But they are though. Yeah, they're going back in because they're being asked to go in. No, no, work. but
2: like you're on the weekends and that is busy. Yeah,
1: yeah, but anyway. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, I think that, yeah, I absolutely agree with that because you think back to before we had cars, people did all the things that were good for them, like walked.
2: mm Wow. places
1: and congregated together. People
2: used to catch tadpoles and swing on My swings. My God,
1: you're so annoying. Anyway, on that note, thank you as always for Raw Callings for editing this episode and catching all the tadpoles. Absolutely. Great. That's a guy that would walk everywhere. Apparently it's got a new haircut. bet it looks great.
2: I bet it doesn't.
1: No, I bet <laughs> it does. All right. We've been to Desperate Podcast. Thank you. Oh, also, I have a new episode of Time. Oh yeah, what's your episode this week? This week is with Zarabi Yabani, and she's from an Instagram account called Soulful Seeds, which you should totally follow. She's just sharing climate change information while also doing sweet dance moves. She's over on TikTok as well, oh, and she has she's a climate optimist, so she also shares weekly Earth winds, and it will just make you feel better. There's a lot of stuff there that is really heavy and the episode Kind of follows why she got into doing what she does, and also she. We talk about Slumdog Millionaire as well, and how that was an inspiration for yeah. her. And just these bloody young people, mate. She's Gen Z. She's so smart bloody and young so people. engaged and cares so much. And I just think they're bloody unfortunately going to have to save the world because of you know, yeah, the dinosaurs out there. Anyway, it gives hey, it's me not my so fault. I just want to
2: stress that it's not my fault. I didn't do it.
1: Anyway, that's on Ton's podcast, and uh, yeah, fantastic. Okay, cool.